Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. Steven and I are back to talk about the NBA 2021-2022 season. That's crazy how fast life is going, but mm-hmm. ni modos, as they say, here we are. But um, just talking about the, the season upcoming, well, first, a really quick humble brag, as long as the pandemic doesn't ruin these plans, I should be going to a Warriors-Nets game in Brooklyn in November. So I, hey. I will return and report on that. I'm pretty pumped on it. You know what? The the only Warriors game I've ever been to and the only uh, professional basketball game I've ever been to that wasn't a Kings game was a Warriors game at Oracle. And um, they were playing uh, the Nets. Oh, cool. How long yeah. ago was that? Oh, um, like, was it a goodish Nets team? <laughs> it, it was, it was a playoff team for the Nets. They had Darren Williams. Um, and, uh, he was still pretty good. And I remember Jermaine O'Neal was playing for Golden State at the time. And I got to see Jermaine O'Neal have like a throwback game. He scored like 35 points and was kicking butt. And then, uh, Steph Curry hit a, a three-point shot toward the end of the game that was like a game winner. It wasn't a buzzer beater, but it was a big shot. And then he hiked up his shorts and did this dance. So anyway. Just Steph doing Steph things. Yeah. Um, so what are you most excited about with how the chips have fallen for the upcoming season? Um. Well... I think wherever Ben Simmons goes, um, he is going to do well, I think, Um, especially uh, because I think there's been a lot of, uh, like, negative talk about his game and everything, you know. So I think he's going to come out and and, um, really do well next season. I heard that um, I've just been hearing about, like, they're going to trade him. No, they're not going to, you know, just rumors. And um, uh, the last thing I heard about him was that uh, is they were looking to trade him to Cleveland. So. Yeah. How do you – do you think he's good? I do. Do you think he is – the main player on a championship team like he has to be he could be the best player i think he could be but you have to build the team right around him he he has to have like shooters he Man. has to the only thing that got me really concerned was him being scared to take that shot in the playoffs against the hawks yeah um that's really tough for me to get past <laughs> yeah or for whatever reason that he passed it up like yeah that was not because that was like a gimme shot like it wasn't even a shot that's why i was shocked by it you know yeah. what I mean? like it was like a layup yeah um i i can't explain it but uh, look ben simmons has serious game serious game agreed are we talking just within context of the nba or just in general because in general obviously within the nba i don't know like i, I think it's ben so weird simmons- like I, 
I always feel weird like having these conversations because I'm just like, I know that he is good. I know that he would beat me in a game of one-on-one. But like compared against everyone else, I'm just like, I don't see right the 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 defense, the defense is amazing. He does even if he can't score, he's really great at defense. Yeah, for for the millionth time when we are talking about like if if I say a player is you know not good or that they're good or whatever, or you say we're comparing them to their peers, not to everyone else. Yeah. So, but um uh I I think that Ben Simmons could be the best player on a championship team. It just has to, like I said, the team has to be built the right way. You have to put a bunch of uh shooters around him. Um I'm not and- sure if you'll be able to answer this, Steven, but like so let's just say you choose four players to put around Ben Simmons. It can be anyone, but it has to match within like some sort of salary cap reference. So why I say that is like, you couldn't get, Oh, I'd put Kevin Durant, um, Kyrie, like like who are the four players that would work? um, You think the best with him? Okay. One, one player is a player who already played with him, who I think uh, they made a mistake trading. This guy is JJ Redick. Mm. Um, JJ Redick, JJ Redick, uh, three years ago, right? <laughs> well, he's, he's just getting old. Like I don't think he's like he's just slowing down. It's like normal. He can he can still shoot it, you know. Yeah, um, fair. Like if you just need someone for like to and, post and up you, in the corner, yeah, yeah. And you told me, uh, like not to. You were he's thirty seven, dude. Holy cow! I did not realize how old he was. Yeah, he's been around for a while. Um, uh um but uh I I still really like JJ Reddick. Um he's not playing a lot these days, but um Kristaps Porzingis. Kristaps Porzingis. I don't because know you, if I you need someone who can shoot but can also play down low in the post. And I can't think of I mean, just like players that they might actually be able to pair him with. I, I like Porzingis could work. Anthony with Davis. Like I don't know. Porzingis could work with Ben Simmons. I think uh, it's it's would sort of be the same problem they have with Embiid, though. Well, um, I think that Porzingis is way better than than like at shooting. At shooting, then Embiid I was is. about to be like, "You're crazy." No, 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 no. Embiid is much better as a basketball player. Yeah, because at least you can take pe- more people away from the basket. Or I guess it could be like some, sh- some like six nine, like Ryan Anderson. Uh, we mentioned him before. He's he's not in the league, but I'm saying like a Ryan Anderson type would be uh, Lori Markinen. Marketing could work, yeah. Man, this is like when you realize like how hard it is to legitimately be a GM. Oh, <laughs> because I'm just trying to create one I'm team sure around it, Ben Simmons is complicated. I'm sure it's hard, and it, because it also it's not like you can just go in and pick whoever you want. You have a certain amount of money you have to work with, and you know, so there's there's more that goes into it than I think uh, a lot of people even realize. And it's not really their fault, but 
like you know it's not um there there's there's a lot that goes into it you know into getting players and um i i i know that much about it is like it's not so simple as you know i'll trade you this guy for that guy like um it has to work money wise and everything you know so who is the gm that you feel did the best job this summer and you don't have to know the person's name but you can just say the team yeah uh well um let's see let me think um probably phoenix getting getting chris paul was huge um and yeah so phoenix I mean Milwaukee. Um, These are the teams that did the best this summer. Oh, that's okay. Like um, the GM who did the best this summer. Okay. Um, let's see. Like, are there any teams you're like, mm, that's gonna yeah, be interesting yeah, yeah. this year? Uh, Rob mm. Palenka for the Lakers. You like the Lakers? Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm glad someone does. Uh, because. Um, I just like really good teams and I know that, uh, that team, even though it sort of looks like they kind of just put some really talented players together on a team, uh, like they went for town and experienced and it seems like they didn't really think about fit that much, mm-hmm. but, uh, to me, because like, Westbrook isn't a great shooter. LeBron isn't a great shooter. That's what I'm nervous about. Huh? That's what I'm nervous about. Yeah, but uh, so I'm like curious to see how that's going to work, but that's going to be a really dangerous team. Like, they're going to be really good. We lost Caruso. Yeah. um, We just are so old, and I know that everybody's been saying that. I think they have this year. I think this team is currently constituted. You have to win this year, or like you got Mello, you got Marc Gasol, you know, like all these people are just like, I don't think that they're washed up, but they're not nearly what they used to be. So I hate when they do those stupid graphics where it's like, there's 250 all-star appearances between them. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. Like If this was 2012, this would be fantastic. Yeah, but but um, uh, I just like I I know it's it's gonna work, you know. Um, I just have a feeling it's gonna work. Um, uh, and uh, like it's I you know I. I I think teams are going to try to uh, press them, you know. Um, I think teams are going to try to put a lot of pressure on them because they're older, you know. Yeah. Um, and I, a lot of time. I'm sorry. Nah, I don't know. Like, it's just they're I'm, – I'm excited for the season. I think it's going to be another fantastic season just like last season was, but I'm just, like, nervous because I feel like LeBron is getting old. I feel like AD always gets hurt. I feel like Westbrook is just bound to start getting hurt. I mean, he was hurt 
I think it was COVID though, to the start of last season, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Just nervous. I want, I want, I want uh, my sweet, sweet guys to win. Uh, uh, I, um, I did. And by the way, not that, that LA couldn't handle like a pressure defense, you know, but like those players, they can pass so well, they'll, they'll be fine. But I think that's, what a lot of teams are going to try to do to them defensively is like put a lot of pressure on them. You know, Um, the one thing I am excited about was the Malik Monk signing and for how small the. Yeah. Malik Malik Monk. uh, I, I really like um, him. Baysmore. Baysmore is a solid player for $2 million. I'll take it. Yeah. Baysmore is a solid player. Um, he's never been a star or anything, but he's a really good role player. I once saw uh, a a game uh, between when Mark Jackson was still coaching um, uh, Golden State. They were playing San Antonio, I believe, in the playoffs. And um, uh, Kent Bazemore was underneath the basket at, uh, on defense, and Ginobili uh, had the ball, and uh, like Kent Bazemore uh, closed out to him, and to see how how fast and how uh, just how quickly uh Bazemore was able to get out to Ginobili and contest his shot really well I was like dang and my sister and and her boyfriend at the time they were like uh uh we were watching it and they were like what I said look at that closeout you know I said he's under the basket and he he made it all the way out to the three-point line yeah Ginobili made the shot but like it was a good contest you know so Bazemore, um, I like Bazemore as a role player. Yeah. Um, and then I think, uh, I don't know who I think did the best. Um, I think Chicago. I think I, from like a, the amount of improvement that you will see, like, for example, the Lakers, the Nets, they made the playoffs. The Nets got kind of far, lost to the eventual NBA champion, yada, yada, yada. Like Chicago, I feel like has the, the highest upside from where they are starting out from last year. Yeah. So I, think they the did, I think they did a really good job. The, huh? I think they, the, whoever their GM did a good job. Did a good job. Yeah. Um, he, they definitely did a great job. Um, and, uh, I think the more I think about it, the more dangerous I think Chicago is, you know? Yeah. I think, I think yeah. Chicago could be actually be like really good, you know? Um, yeah, I definitely, I don't see like they're not making the championship, but I could see them sneaking their way into like the Eastern conference finals, but I'm thinking yeah. more just a first round. It's m- most likely going to be a first round exit. If I was like a betting, if I was going to place money on something, but none of the, none of the above would surprise me. I think Chicago is going to be better than uh, Boston next year. Um, 
Chicago is going to be uh, better than a lot of teams in the East. Um, and uh, um, I expect them to uh, be a pretty high seed and and at least be a fun, exciting team. That's a winning team, you know? Yeah. Kind of um, like Nash's Phoenix Suns or something, you know? Yeah. I think the team I'm most disappointed in, if I can do that question as well, is probably Utah. Like, I don't know. They, they re-signed Mike Conley. They got Rudy Gay, but I don't know. It's just one of those, it's one of those stupid things. Like everyone just like has their feelings. Like, I just don't, are you better? Like, are they better? Yeah, Rudy Gay. They, the Rudy Gay is not going to improve them very much. Um, he's not like he's a good player, but one, he's at the end of his career. Two, he's he's had to deal with injury. I believe he had a uh, either a torn or a ruptured Achilles before, um, and uh, um. You know, he's, he's, he's good, but like, you know, he's just good. He's not great. So, yeah, I don't, um, I feel like they had the most opportunity to grow potentially. Cause I don't think anyone's on like crazy contracts for them. I guess Conley might be. Um, mm -hmm. so it's just, I don't know. I really want them to make the, mm. if the Lakers really don't make it, I want the jazz to make it so I can go to an NBA finals game. Yeah. I um I I can't wait to see Clay Thompson come back, you know. Ooh. For, for Golden State. Yeah, there's it's gonna be although there's always gonna be people who are gonna get hurt though, right? But yes, I feel like I feel like it, everyone's kind of everybody's like kind of on an even playing field now. I've, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't seem like there's any major problems where I'm like, oh, that's it's gonna yeah, be an issue. It, it's more. It's more competitive. The NBA is actually more competitive. Uh, I think this year, uh, or just on, what do you based, mean? Based on what we saw last season, like if that's any indication of how uh, this upcoming season is gonna go, like I think it's it's been more competitive. Like, do you watch during the season? Like, do you watch a lot of regular season games? I do. But I don't just watch one team. Like I've yeah. said this before, I I'll catch like uh, different games, you know. So um, you know, one time the Bucks might be playing the Heat or whatever, and I'll I'll watch that game, and then uh, the next time it's Boston and somebody or what, you know. So because I was thinking that the I even though last year was competitive, I still didn't watch that much basketball. And like, I didn't even have like an urge to be like, I'm going to get NBA tickets so that I can watch yeah. any game I ever want. Even though like the investment's not crazy. I think it's like $200 for the season. That's yeah. A, that's a steal to be yeah. able to watch all out of market games. Anyways. I, uh, I, I just hope it's more, I, cause it feels like basketball is kind of, I mean, and the ratings show it like the ratings sucked again, this finals, um, like I, I'm just worried about worried about my sport. Like, if I don't want to watch it, why would like a regular person want to watch it? I think I think they'll be fine. This is just a weird time right now. But it's and, been like bad since pre-pandemic. Like it's been going. It's been steadily not going well. well. 
they they think I I mean I think they did the league did um a pretty good job of trying to spice things up. They came up with the play-in tournament. They tried to make, you know, to do some different things. But like I uh I really don't know um why the ratings are so low. Um maybe I know there there's there are people that didn't like a lot of the players um kneeling, you know, yeah, for the national anthem and um yeah, so maybe you're right because football dealt with the same thing during the Kaepernick thing. So once people just for I'm not trying to be flippant right now, but like once people just kind of forget about the kneeling, they start watching again potentially because NFL has been doing much better the last couple of years. Yeah, I just I'm just like look like um I this is just what I think is like this is America and and like we have freedom of speech we have freedom of expression and like i'm okay with uh and i think we're we're losing this in in today's world you know we're starting to lose this um in this country where people can't just have different views and think different things you know what like I'll always stand for the national anthem because of how I was raised, but um, uh, and not I'm I'm not you know uh, I'm not uh, anyway. Just that was something from when I was growing up that I was raised to have you know uh, an appreciation for america and for um like to support the troops and all that stuff right because 9 11 happened when i was a kid you know yeah i mean and um i also don't like i've always wondered but i've always wondered why people don't just ignore it uh like if if you really want if you really want a story to die ignoring it's the easiest way to to marginalize anybody not to say not to say that i support that but i've just like Cool. Keep keep shouting. Keep chirping. Uh, people will now know more about it because it's going to be all over the news, etc. Yeah, like right now, I just, like I just, is anyone talking about race stuff right now? I mean, they might at like a very granule granule level, like one person, like you know the Maria Taylor and um, yeah, and Rachel Nichols thing. Like yeah, they talked about that a little bit, but no one's talking about kneeling really right now. Nobody's right. talking about anything like nothing's changed and right. But no but one's I talking think about a it. lot of people are still pissed at, uh, seeing, uh, a bunch of professional athletes that they feel are like a bunch of whiny millionaires. Like, you know, millionaires have problems too. Like they're just not the problems that you have. No, I'm, no, I'm not talking to you, Steve. Like when I'm I say you, when you, I say, yeah. yeah, when I say you, I'm talking like general people, you. Yeah. And y- y'all ever heard of the song, Mo Money, Mo Problems? Yeah. Well, it's because there's no, like, 
there's always going to be problems. There's never, there's not a single person who doesn't have like a problem, like the Kardashians, like we can all agree. They're some of them are billionaires, millionaires. Yeah. And they, we see it clearly that they still have problems. I know that we think less of their problems because they're rich, but it doesn't any less make them problems. But I hope, I hope that the products are just tangent right there. I hope that the product of basketball is just good enough to naturally start bringing people back because Mm -hmm. especially me, like if it's bringing me back, that's a really good sign. If not, sorry, I don't know what to tell you. Basketball is not going anywhere. There's so many different ways it makes money, but like, I would prefer to be like the preferred sport of of America. And it was like the second most popular sport in the world. Not very long ago. It might still be, honestly. It's not like it, baseball it might, does that might, well. It might still be. Uh, oh, you said in the world too, right? I, yeah. I, yeah, so after football, I bet it is. You mean Fo- soccer? Football, soccer, yep. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think that that has something to do with the low ratings. A bunch of people were pissed about you know, uh, the athletes protesting uh, police brutality against black people by kneeling for the national anthem. Uh, That's something that I would never do, but I believe in free speech, freedom of expression, all of that. And, And so I'm okay with somebody peacefully protesting, even if I disagree, you know? And and that was something that was what I was trying to say earlier. I think we're we're losing that these days. Like people can't just disagree, you know. And I think it's really sad. Like I I support um, you know the athletes' uh, right to protest something peacefully protest something before a game. They're not hurting anybody, you know. It's just people getting getting so worked up because, you know, um, they see it as a sign of disrespect uh, toward the troops or toward the country or whatever. And it's like, um, I just think whether you agree with it or not, like whether you agree with their stance or not, they're allowed to do that, you know, and and they're not hurting anybody. So I say just let them kneel if they want to kneel, like whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're famous, so everybody makes a huge deal out of it. Yeah, this is probably – there's no way to, like, have a good transition from, like, talking about um... – Sorry. No, no, no. No, it's not. I, 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 we, we, we went on this journey together, Stephen. Yeah. But – um, like bringing it back to, to just basketball and what I'm and what we're excited for. I'm just excited for it to be back. I'm happy. Uh, <laughs> I do enjoy wa- catching a game here and there throughout the season. Um, it's wow. just a nice, it's a beautiful game, as they say. I love that it's constantly there's constant motion. That's why I like it more than baseball and football. Yeah, American football, and it's. Um, I imagine it's what people feel about soccer. <laughs> Yeah, um, I a lot of people that play soccer also play basketball and are good at it. I've noticed. Mm-hmm. So just further proof that those are the two best sports. Yeah, um, uh, but 
I think the NBA will get be back on top again. It's just uh, because I I honestly think because of the the peaceful protests and because of you know people not liking that and also uh, the pandemic just made everything weird. Dude, you know? I forgot to ask you a question. Do are you sad about the jump? I I am I uh I'm disappointed with how ESPN uh handled that because uh I don't think Rachel Nichols is a bad person. I don't think Rachel Nichols is a racist. I don't think that's what's in her heart, you know. And um I could see if if like like she suggested uh that Tracy McGrady like she she went out and 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 uh tried to get Tracy McGrady on the jump and did so she tried to help a black man get a job for crying out loud you know I'm just saying like yeah she I don't think she's a racist I don't think she is either and I, I didn't I like. Th- I think she bloviates a lot. I think she can be a little bit pompous in those intros she's on the jump. Big, she's kind yeah. of a big mouth, yeah. But the jump, I always enjoyed as a show. That's where I got most of my updates for uh, basketball. Right. The one of the last things I saw her do on the jump, probably the last thing I saw her do on the jump, it might have been the last episode she was on, or second to last, or whatever. One of the last ones. I was watching it because I knew what happened with her and uh, Maria Taylor and all that. And I, I was watching the show and um, Rachel Nichols says, don't look up uh, Evan Fournier's last name online. And, uh, and she kind of like smirked. And I, I was like, you know, what the heck? Well, um, I talked to Jeff. Uh, my friend Jeff, and uh, I think that's who I was talking to, and um, he was like, it means, and it was, it's some kind of like STD is what Fournier means, and and I was like, uh, wow, you know, that's why she was like smirking and everything, and uh, and he goes, like, Jeff was like, why would they do that, and I was like, well, like, think about it he's french you know <laughs> it's a yeah it's a pretty gross disease <laughs> yeah but as we i were, looked it up right now <laughs> yeah we were laughing about it and and it's like in a way um but but um i i didn't even realize and i'm going and the guy evan fournier and now it since she said that now every time you know i'm like i i Cause I know it's like an STD now. Oh, what the heck? Why can't I scroll? I'm trying to scroll through this thing. What the hell? But yes. but hey, nothing against Evan Fournier. It's just a last name. But you know, it's a pretty crappy last name if you're yeah. in America. Well, I, I'm because I, I was trying to find out where the I think it's the etymology of the word. Um, Probably France. Well, no, like it's called, so the disease is called Fournier gangrene. Yeah. And so I'm wondering where the Fournier part of it came, like if that's like who discovered it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so, fornicate. So 
For I mean, it's it Fournier is spelled the same way as his last name. Oh, Disease, yeah. Well, dis- I'm. Just, I was just trying to think, like, if maybe that word. Yep, that's named after the dude who found it, John Alfred Fournier. Okay, so but yeah, so it's, it's really just gangrene of the penis. Just for those who are listening. Oh God! <laughs> just uh just so you. Mr. Mr. Fournier discovered it. So it's Fournier gangrene. Yeah. But um, what, anything else that you're excited for, looking forward to with the start of the season? Um, I hope that the ratings get better. I think uh, uh, Westbrook um, to the Lakers, I'm really excited about that. Um, uh, the Lakers got Rondo, too, again. Um, and I already know what Rondo brings to the table. So, you know, everybody knows he's like one of the smartest, uh, highest basketball IQ players in the NBA. Um, so he's definitely going to help the team, I think. Yeah. And um, uh, other than that, yeah, the Bulls, the Bulls, uh, drastically improved their team uh i'm really excited to see what how they're gonna look um especially with uh uh derozan and lonzo ball uh seeing how that works i can just see them now on the fast break like the the kissing each other (laughs) the amazing passes you know back and forth yeah, the amazing passes, and then with DeRozan's finishing ability, I just alley oops, all kind of you know. The finish, the finish, the way that he can, uh, the way that he can cut. Yeah, all of it. Yeah, um, uh, penetrate the lane. Yeah, um, and then uh, he's one of one of the best in the league at that, and has been for years. Um, and he's he he's like top two or three or something like that, probably in uh mid-range shooting efficiency, you know. Um yeah man, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, uh so I'm I'm uh I actually I said I was really excited about the Lakers and I am, but I, I'm really curious and excited to see like what the Bulls are gonna look like, you know. Man, I can I just say that we've gone an entire podcast up to this point, not even a single mention of the Knicks. I knew, I knew Steven Sosa didn't really care about Julius Randall. I knew he didn't actually care about the Knicks and you've just proved it. You proved your point. You proved my point. Uh, not exciting, right? But not Julius that great. Randall, <laughs> Julius Randall. Oh no, a, I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> Julius Randall had a song, a rap song written uh, about him by uh, Marlon Kraft, the rapper Marlon Kraft, um, who is a big Knicks fan. Uh, so he had a song written about him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and uh, he did great last year, and I expect him um, to do as good or better next season. Um, and I like 
who the Knicks were able to get, but I talked about that in a previous episode. Them getting Fournier and and uh, Kimball Walker, those were were good pickups for them. Um, I I think um, they're they didn't make any drastic improvements, you know, but. Um, uh, uh, the Knicks are going to be good again next season, I think. Um, and they're going to be exciting to watch. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, um, but Chicago is like, uh, I think out of all the teams, like, um, uh, Chicago's the sexiest team, you know. <laughs> Chicago is the the team that I am. I look at them and go, "Wow!" Like they got something there, you know. Yeah, spot on. Cool, man. Well, um, thanks for chatting today, Stephen. Um, this was good. It's good to be back. Uh, gonna gonna get this bad boy fired up hopefully uh life slows down a little bit for me so i can uh, do it more often but um thanks for chatting today and the next time that we have something that we want to talk about we hope you give it a listen Chance to change your mind